Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, gold Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989-898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989-898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989 with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989-898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Welcome to the 2020 Presidential Debates on SNN. Tonight's moderator, Dr. Michael Savage. Welcome to the 2020 Debates. I'm so proud to be uh, the moderator tonight for the uh, important presidential debates. Mr. President and Mr. Biden, both of you have been accused of scandals. You, Mr. Biden, in Ukraine and Russia. Is there any truth to these accusations? Wait a second, wait a second. Not one single credible outlet has given any credibility to his assertion. Not one single one. And so I have no comment except the president should start to uh, be president. Both candidates have been accused of lacking mental acuity. President Trump, how do you respond to this? Person, woman, man, camera... TV. 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes later, they say, remember the first question? Not the first, but the 10th question. Give us that again. Can you do that again? And you go, person, woman, man, camera, TV. They say, that's amazing. How did you do that? What are we, nuts? <laughs> Mr. Biden, are you there? I got hairy legs that turn that, 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 that uh, um, blonde in the sun. Mr. Biden, are you there? How do you respond, Mr. Biden? Why the hell would I take a test? (laughs) Mr. Biden, President Trump has accused you of supporting Black Lives Matter. Why would you support a violent Marxist organization such as this? Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. Anyway, poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. Of course, I'm not the moderator. I should be. Instead, they have that hack, Meatball Jr., tonight. Once again, Trump has stepped into the sand trap that his staff has set up for him. They will not put him on this show. Instead, they put him in front of Bob uh, Woodhead. And, of course, then they put him on shows that are going to undermine him. I want to thank Robert Borowski, one of my producers, for putting that together. We have more later uh, on moderation between Trump and Biden, meaning if I were the moderator. And let's have some fun today. If you were my writer and I was the moderator, as opposed to Meet Paul Jr. tonight on Fox News, what questions would you have me ask Joe Biden and Donald Trump? Okay, that's number one. And number two, as you know, uh, I'm an underdog in the media on many levels. Not only an underdog amongst the liberals who make believe I don't exist after 26 years, but I'm an underdog when it comes to the uh, Hannity Fox media limbo complex where they've tried to destroy me for 25 years and make believe they're good Americans. So you're not going to see me anywhere because I am the underdog. And tomorrow is my book release date of Our Fight for America. What an unbelievable underdog fight this is going to be. I'm going to ask you, have you pre-ordered Our Fight for America? Have you gotten the book from Amazon yet? And have you read any excerpts so far? Because if you've ordered it, you probably have it. Were the um, clerks in the bookstores okay when you went in to find it? It's not in there till tomorrow. The phone number is 855-400-7282. And I'm asking you not to buy a book, by the way. I'm asking you to buy a billboard. Because if you put Our Fight for America on your coffee table, wait until you see the sparks start to fly. What do you mean our fight? Who's our? And what do you mean by fight? And what do you mean for, by America? That's what your liberals are going to say to you. But the fact of the matter is, I have good news for you. I have heard, and I'm not making it up just for effect, I have heard from ex-liberals, actually people who still consider themselves liberals, they say we're still liberal, but they're going to vote for Trump. Do you know why? Because they're sick and tired of the 24-7 media bashing of Trump. Did you hear what I'm saying? Even, let us say, liberals in the San Francisco area who are media watchers are sick and tired of blaming Trump for everything in the world. And I think it's backfiring. And many of them have said they're going to vote for Trump out of just default. And I go back to Abe Lincoln who said, you can't fool all of the people all of the time. Now, as far as the news goes, the shooting of the two deputies yesterday was heartbreaking. More heartbreaking was the Black Lives Matter terrorists trying to break into the emergency room and threatening doctors and nurses because they wanted to get in there and hurt the deputies who were being treated for these serious wounds. It's sickening. And the deranged leftist fanatic, Joe Biden, actually had the insanity to call for gun control, not Black Lives Matter control, after two deputies were shot by the BLM terrorists. It's sickening. If you would vote for a man who says nothing about terrorists who shoot deputies in the face, then you're going to get the country that you deserve. Did the commie vermin in the media show the Black Lives Matter e-room, emergency room entrance being blocked by Black Lives Matter? Did Wolf Blitzer, a man who should be deported along with Jake Tapper and their assets seized, did they say anything about their narrative being wrong? always glorifying and putting Black Lives Matter up on a pedestal like they're God Almighty. It's sickening to understand that Will Blitzer, 
and Jake Woodtapper and their type and their ilk are the reason this country is burning to the ground. This is the savage nation. I was asked uh, by a major journalist, Michael, I'm doing an article for you tomorrow in the Washington Times, she said, and uh, I have one question for you. Uh, How can America win the war with itself? And I answered her very succinctly, and here is my answer. The question, how can America win the war with itself? The true America, I said, is not fighting with itself. The true America is fighting a foreign ideology. Communism is foreign to freedom. Communism is foreign to business. Communism is foreign to religion. America can win this war against tyranny only after the nation realizes that the enemy is not itself, but an alien, tyrannical system of oppression disguised as liberation, equality, and fairness. The enemies of our freedom must be exposed, fought, and defeated for the nation to heal and survive. Well, that's the opening to the Savage Nation. If you have any comments about the debate questions you would ask, uh, the book, which will be released tomorrow, Our Fight for America. If you pre-ordered the book and you've read some of it, I'd like to know what you think about it. And then, of course, my statement of how could America win the war with itself? There's more to come right here on the Savage Nation. Be here or be nowhere. Savage. Look, it's no surprise that current events, news in other words, the horrible news, is contributing to more stress and sleep deprivation, okay? Ebb Cool Drift can help you. Imagine what you can take on the morning after a restful night of restorative sleep. Whether you're seeking a natural solution to a long-term battle with sleeplessness or looking for small improvements to operate at your peak, it is time for you to try the Ebb Cool Drift the Ebb Cool Drift Sleep System. See, the mind's normal way of dealing with stress and challenges is to be on guard or more vigilant. It's the inverse of what's needed for a restful night of sleep. The Ebb Cool Drift Sleep System gives you a cooling, calming sensation to the forehead, which is designed to counteract the way the mind and body reacts to stressful situations. Ebb Cool Drift has been clinically validated and users reported improved sleep quality by 90%. Listen to this. The new Ebb Cool Drift is a lightweight and portable sleep system designed to be versatile to fit your lifestyle. Calming your racing mind anywhere you need. My producer, Robert, has been using the Ebb Sleep System for a few months. He's been getting better sleep every night. Robert likes the new Cool Drift system as it is portable rechargeable, and able to help him relax anytime he needs. Now, here's the beauty. Users can try it risk-free for 60 nights to confirm it's the solution they've been looking for. And just for my listeners, you can save $25 off your order by going to tryab.com savage and using promo code savage at checkout. That's $25 off your order. And you can try a risk-free for 60 nights. That's T-R-Y-E-B-B dot com slash savage. Tryeb dot com slash savage. Promo code savage to save $25 today. It is the Savage Nation. Have the mobs already won? Is Trump doing enough? We know Western civilization is teetering. We know that. We know that America is somewhat crippled right now. And we're all sitting here holding our breaths, waiting for this to end and to go away. 
out here on the West Coast, the air is so foul that it feels like cremation ashes falling out of the sky. I ran my finger on a deck plank, and it was a fine gray particulate matter. This is what we're breathing in out here. Sometimes I wake up and I say, my God, was I right? God hates California. I don't want to say that. A million acres are burned. Over a million acres are on fire. I can sit here and rightly tell you that a lot of it has to do with the screwed up forestry policies of the state going back decades now. That's part of it. But there's more to it than that. Much more to it than that. Meanwhile, the streets of Portland, have the communist vermin stopped looting and attacking the police even during the forest fires in Oregon? No, they have not. In fact, some of them have been caught setting the forest fires. That's right, we have a story on that for you on the Savage Nation. One of them is a serial arsonist setting the forests on fire, thinking they can burn the nation to the ground. Now, if that's not the definition of a domestic terrorist, please tell me what is. But let's go back to the killing of George Floyd, which has set off the communists this time. They've been waiting for the right time to strike. And it was the killing of George Floyd that arrived in a perfect storm. The country had been locked down and crippled for three months. People were pent up. The students were not in school. And that's when George Soros and his mob struck. Cities were looted and burned in an unprecedented orgy of organized violence. Trump showed tremendous restraint in not calling out the military, which had been done to quell riots many times before by prior presidents. Okay. Meanwhile, the liberal governors in New York, Illinois, Minnesota, Michigan, California, and other blue states, who had imprisoned their populations well beyond any plausible medical necessity and destroyed the economies of their states based on fraudulent and misinterpreted data, had nothing to say when tens of thousands of left-wing rioters socially embraced the burn and loot. Suddenly, there was no talk of masks, of social distancing, or washing your hands. No, there was only talk of revolution from the mouths of these left-wing governors. But please don't be confused. This is nothing like the American Revolution that won our independence from Great Britain. This is more akin to Mao Zedong's Cultural Revolution, the 10-year reign of terror, he visited upon the Chinese people to wipe out the last vestiges of capitalism and the traditional Chinese culture and impose his own brand of communism called Maoism. Ask any Chinese who is educated and see if I'm not telling you the truth. If you think that's hyperbole, think again. One of the many wonderful tactics of Mao's cultural revolution was public humiliation. In what were called struggle sessions, people suspected of being enemies of the communist state would be set upon by co-workers, friends, or relatives, and subjected to verbal and physical abuse. Students were often pitted against their teachers, friends against friends, even spouse against spouse. If the person was important enough, the session might even be held in a stadium before tens of thousands of people. Chinese victims were often physically tortured. Well, that wonderful communist practice has come to America. I'm reading now from pages two and three of our fight for America. If you think this sounds like any other book out there, then I suggest don't buy a copy. Your IQ isn't high enough to read it. I am telling you that what is going on right now is a direct copy, a carbon copy of Mao Zedong's cultural revolution. 
During the riots in May and June, you may remember, a Massachusetts police chief laid face down on the ground for over eight minutes with his hands behind his back as if he were handcuffed during a Black Lives Matter demonstration. I'm not sure if it is better or worse that this self-humiliation was done voluntarily. What I do know is this type of thing will cease to be voluntary if these subversive terrorists get their way. I also know trying to appease this mob is not going to help. The crowd may have been yelling, thank you, chief, while he performed his self-deprecation. But at least one bystander remarked, it's not enough, but it's a start. Nothing will be enough to satisfy these left-wingers. That's because they're not primarily civil rights activists. They just use that as a wedge. They are primarily Marxists who want to tear down and rebuild our entire society. Don't take my word for it, please. Just read the Black Lives Matter website. They're quite open about what they want. For those of you who are confused, you good liberals out there who think you're helping the downtrodden and the poor, open your ears and open your eyes because I'm about to read to you what BLM actually states on their own website. And I'll read it to you. We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other as extended families and villages that collectively care for one another, especially our children, to the degree that mothers, parents, and children are comfortable. That's only one of their statements. Do you know that one of the tenets of Marxism was to destroy the bourgeois family? I hope I don't need to tell you that every communist since Plato has wanted to break up the nuclear family and have the village raise the children. But it isn't just this disturbing passage on their website that otherwise somewhat obscures the communist principles of BLM. Take a look at who founded the organization. The bio on Opal Tometi's TED Talk webpage says, she is a student of liberation theology and her practice is in the tradition of Ella Baker, informed by Stuart Hall, bell hooks, and black feminist thinkers. You may not know it, but Baker, Hooks, and Hall are all well-known Marxists. I can read more for you. But I suggest that you read for yourself in our Fight for America, page four. Many of you don't have the time to read a book. I suggest you take the time to read a book. I suggest you take the time to get a book and a marker and mark out what Black Lives Matter stands for because the price of the purchase of the book is worth just having this one paragraph for you to read to a friend who may be ignorant as to what is going on in this country and what these vile communists would like to do to them and their family. That's all I'm going to say right now. The phone number is 855-407-282. There are other topics I will open up for debate. And one of them is uh, the fires in California and the West Coast. The experts in management say that controlled burnings are the only way to prevent future forest fires. Controlled burnings. But guess what? The enviro wackos, the enviro nutjobs, have not permitted controlled burnings. They said that every twig is sacred. Every beetle bark is equal to a human being. The only way to prevent future forest fires is to have controlled burns. I'm trying to tell you that. Now, here's another question. Why is Israel going back into complete lockdown before the Jewish high holidays? Now, I raise this question for a reason, because many of you are... Well, supporters of Trump, which is great, so am I. But you have mistakenly accepted the notion from some idiots in talk radio that every lockdown on every country 
in every nation, in every land, every lockdown, everywhere in the world has been done to her Trump. That's because of the ignoramuses who never graduated high school or only went to law school in the media. No, Israel is not locking Israel down to her Trump. So why would Netanyahu, one of Trump's greatest supporters and friends, lock down Israel before the, before the high holidays? Can anyone answer me from Israel? Savage. I love Omaha steaks. I'll tell you why. You could get fish. You can get lobster tails. Um, the last thing you want to do is go to the grocery store. It's crowded. You have to wear masks. The selection isn't always great. Instead, stay at home and let Omaha Steaks ship your food directly to your door. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It is the best steak of your life. Guaranteed. Ask anybody. Omaha Steaks are perfectly aged, 100% American grain-finished beef for the ultimate in tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. American. The Omaha Steakhouse experience delivers everything you need for a classic steakhouse dinner in the comfort of your own home. Iconic steaks, classic sides, decadent desserts, and more. Every order is flash frozen, vacuum sealed, safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice and stays ready to cook in the freezer for months. I've used them. Months. They're all backed by their unconditional 100% money back guarantee. Right now you can get a gourmet grill out package with an exclusive offer just for my listeners. How? Please go to OmahaSteaks.com, enter the code SAVAGE into the search bar, and for this week, are you ready for this? Omaha Steaks will add four burgers and four gourmet jumbo franks free with your order. Can you believe this? It's called the Grill Out Favorites Package, and it lets you stay at home and eat like you're at the best steakhouse in town. We're talking a variety of gourmet grillables like the Omaha Steaks Bacon Wrap Filet Mignon. Visit OmahaSteaks.com and type SAVAGE in the search bar in order today. Ask anybody about Omaha Steaks. Everyone has a good thing to say. Visit OmahaSteaks.com and type SAVAGE in the search bar and order today. So Biden wants to appease domestic terrorists. And my plan is to arrest domestic terrorists. And we also believe that if you murder a police officer, you should receive the death penalty. And that's something that's very important. And you saw a video of that animal that went up to the car. Did everybody see that? This animal, this animal goes up to the car. Two unsuspecting fine people. They were supposed fine people. I mean, they're in very grave condition, as you know. Fine people. He's an animal. And I called him an animal. And I was criticized by people calling him an animal. They said he's a human being. He's not a human being. He's, he's an right. animal. He's not You're a human right being. That. You know, we have really a very clear choice. Either you want the mayhem, either you want the killing of cops, either you want crime, either you want looting, Either you want the constant shaming of white people, either you want the constant perversion of your children's minds, or you don't. Is Trump a perfect man? No, he's a flawed man. I remember promoting him before the last election when I said to you on this show, on the Savage Nation, over and over and over again, well, at first I said if we got 50% of what he promises, I would consider it a victory. Remember? 
And then as we got closer to the election, I said, if we got 40 percent, 30 percent, 20, because I know politicians, they promise more than they can deliver or they don't even plan on delivering what they're promising. But then at the end, after he was elected, I said, hold on now. We know that Trump is primarily a liberal from New York, and we know he's overpromised, like, you know, the border wall, which we never got, things like that. But I said, even if we get 10% of what he is promising, that would be 110% more than we get from Hillary Clinton. Well, I would say today that if we get 10% of what Trump is promising now, it'll be 300% more than we get from Biden. Because it's not Biden who I worry about so much. Biden comes from the Goldman Sachs wing of the Democrat Party. Make no mistake about it. I know who he is. He's the old Robert Rubin, Goldman Sachs, going way back type. Middle of the road Democrat. That's who he really is. But it's not Biden I'm worried about. It's the shadowy vice presidential candidate who will be president at some point during his uh, tenure if he should win. She represents the worst instincts in American politics. She represents the corrupt San Francisco machine. And if you like the state of California, and if you want to see what the state of California is doing across America, then vote for Kamala Harris. That's all I can say to you because she's riding on his coattails. The phone number here, again, I want to remind you, if you're listening to this show on the stream where the show is dominant, you can still call 800, no, sorry, 855-400-7282, 855-400-SAVAGE. Lines are filling up. We have one open line left if you care to comment on any of the topics I have raised. Right now, we are going to Travis in Connecticut. Travis, thanks for calling. What's your topic? Yeah, no, I was just thinking about how you were saying about telling your liberal friends about what's on the uh, Black Lives Matter website and pointing out what they got in there, their communist agenda. And every time I do that, any single one of them, they come up with a justification for why it says it. Or they just don't care because they, in my opinion, I think they hate Trump so much that they're just willing to go against anything. So they're willing to vote for their own demise to get rid of Trump is what you're saying. They're never going to change. Exactly. They don't don't seem to care. So the, the Trump derangement syndrome is so powerful that otherwise reasonable people would rather commit suicide than see him reelected. It's like hypnotizing. It's swear to these people. It's like I don't understand it. Do you have a copy of Do you have a copy of our Fight for America where you can actually read to them and show them in black and white what the website says for BLM? Um, not have? actually. I, I've showed on their website. I don't have a copy of it. Right, I'm sending you a copy if you'll stay in the line. Everyone who gets through Jim. Uh, Verde will get a free copy of the book today, but you got to get on really fast in order for you to get the, uh, onto this show. So if you were a debate moderator, uh, you know the whole thing's set up to see Trump stumble and fail. I said it last week. I could not believe that the RNC would let him permit, would permit them to let Meatball Jr. from Fox News be the, the fake token conservative that they would use. Meatball Jr. hates Trump. You may know him as Wallace Wallachinsky. His father was a very famous broadcaster, Mike Wallachinsky, well known to throw meatball meatloaf at parking maids in New York. If they caught him double parking outside a studio, he threw meat meatloaf at them in a famous incident. 
Mike Wolachinsky was a giant. This one is a, a, a jelly bean. So Wolachinsky Jr., better known as Wallace, Mike Wallace Jr., whatever. What is his name? What's his real name? What are they? I honestly forget his first name. Chris Wallace, sorry. So Chris Wallace, who I affectionately refer to as Meatball Jr. or Meatloaf Jr., <clears throat> the reason I've hated him for all the years he's been in the business is because he has a sneer on his face, a fixed sneer. I knew kids like that in school. I hated them. I knew to watch out for them. They were all bullies. They were sneaks. They were degenerates. They had B.O. Their underarms stained their shirts in the summertime. They were, they were bad. They were just bad people, that type. I knew the type. I still have a part of me, as old as I am, that's childlike. Part of me is still childlike. And a part of me thinks like a child and sees things like a child. And I, as a child, look at a guy like Wallachinsky, and I can look right through him. I know guys <clears throat> who are very tough, street fighters, which I am not. I can defend myself, but I'm not a fighter. But I know guys who love to fight, and they have since their childhood. And one of them told me that they can read weakness in another man. They can see cowardice. They can see weakness. They can see right through them. That's a cer I, I knew a con man, by the way, who had the same instinct. He was in the family. He's long gone. He was a con man through and through, an actual real one. And he knew how to read weakness in people. That's how he was able to con people out of their money. He knew how to con them. He could read them. I can't say I'm like that, nor that I want to be like that. I actually don't look for people's weaknesses. My friend told me that. I'm drifting into another world. I know you're all calling now, and that's fine. But I know how the show goes is once I start getting into me or something like that, the show takes on another form, which is why my podcast is one of the dominant podcasts in America, even though you don't know it. But that's all you may get next year as a pure podcast. I'm still deciding what I'm going to be doing. It's irrelevant what I'm going to be doing next year. What's relevant is what I'm doing right now, okay? So I told my friend who told me that he likes to fight, and he still does. He's an older guy in his 60s in great shape, and he loves to fight people. He doesn't look for fights, but he, he can really just devastate people. He's Irish. It doesn't hurt. And he has a, a, a hot temper. That doesn't hurt. And he's a big guy. That doesn't hurt. And he's a super conservative. That doesn't hurt. So I said, you know, I don't really like to hurt people. I said, let me tell you a story. It goes back to my teenage years. And everyone in their teenage years remembers the horrors of high school, maybe early college years, how bad they were the bullying, the horrible bullying of those years. There was a guy, and we all used to hang around up on Queens Boulevard, Forest Hills, called Jan's Ice Cream Parlor. I don't know if you know it, if you grew up there. I don't even know if it's still there. But it was a hangout. I mean, the crowds would, you know how kids, they pick a place and they mull about. Well, there was a guy there who was big, and he was loud, and he was a bully. And he used to try to bully me, but he never got too far because I wouldn't let him. But I never made it, I never let it go beyond that. But I decided to humiliate him in front of the crowd. Now remember, I'm not particularly tall and he was very big. And what I did was, I went in front of him when he was bellowing and I challenged him to a fight. Right to his face as loudly as I could. And I'm not a fighter, but I was willing to fight with him because I hated his bullying. He shrank and he walked away. Do you know how many people in the media are like that? 
Do you know how many of the people in the media are bullies and cowards who use their microphones to intimidate people? All I could say is I hope you don't confuse me with one of them. The phone number here again is 855-407-282. Our Fight for America release day is tomorrow. I'm still the underdog. I'm still that kid in the street fighting the good fight against bullies. Bob Woodward is a bully. His shelf life expired in 1972. He's a foul-mouthed, false-toothed, empty suit, a part of the government media complex I've warned you about for years, a bellowing bully. If I could get in the same room with Bob Woodward, I could tear him to shreds verbally. I could tear him apart like a dog tears a mouse apart. But I won't get that chance. Every media outlet in the country ran his lie last week about setting Trump up for a fall with the big lie about lying about this and lying about that. I had to explain that a leader calms a population. A leader doesn't panic a population. But given that Bob Woodward is not a leader, but a cowardly hack of the administration that wants to take over this country again, that lying hack got every piece of publicity imaginable, even on Fox News who will run a pimp, a prostitute, a terrorist, a cross-dressing newt. They will run anyone but Michael Savage. Do you know why? Because the Murdochs are bullies. And I am going up in a street fight against the biggest bullies in the world tomorrow. I have only one thing on my side. You know what that is? Truth. And I hope you'll join me in the battle. I'll be right back. Savage. Racial issues economic meltdown, the pandemic, locking us up in houses. This is what's shaping up for the election. I call it Our Fight for America. All of it is discussed in my new book, Our Fight for America. It's a very important book for a number of reasons. First of all, it's a continuation of all the previous bestsellers I have written. And I've been consistent in my discussions about the pandemic, at least since late January. I disagree with Dr. Fauci right from the beginning. I called for selective quarantine. How about during race wars that Obama started? I warned during the Obama years that a civil war could come to America if he didn't stop. And only restraint on the part of the left would stop it. Was I wrong? For the sake of yourself, for the sake of America, to discuss it with people who are undecided about the election, there's only one place to go, one source to turn to, and that's Michael Savage's our Fight for America, available now on Amazon. It's like breathing in cremation ashes here in the San Francisco area. The city itself is purple. Everywhere around it is in the red. I've never seen anything like it. It's gone on for two to three weeks. It's hard to live here right now. And I pity the people whose houses have burned down, whose animals have been roasted, fried, barbecued. In the midst of it all, BLM is still rioting, still shooting cops, and the left-wing vermin who should be rounded up and deported to Gitmo are still rioting in Portland and Seattle, if you can believe it. And what is Biden going to do about it? Nothing. Just lip service. And what's Kamala Harris going to do about it? Talk about institutional racism or systemic racism? She ought to look in the mirror if she wants to see what systemic racism is. Because the ones who talk most about systemic racism are the systemic racists. In my observation of life, that's what I've seen. 
San Francisco, Linda, 30 seconds or less. You're on the Savage Nation. Our fight for America continues. Go ahead, please. Yes, um, I disagreed with something that Trump said yesterday. He said if the officers die, then the perpetrator should get the death penalty. I think if you shoot an officer, you're up for the death penalty. I agree with you. I think it should be an automatic death penalty. Because once we lose the thin blue line, we lose America, as we can see. The vermin have, using the tactics of the communists, neutralized the police with the false rhetoric that they are all racists and all KKK, even if they are black, Hispanic or Asian, they're calling them racists and KKK. They've neutralized the police. When I was a kid, no cops were ever shot. Do you know why? The city ground to a halt. The city ground to a halt. You win a copy of Our Fight for America, Linda. Stay on the line. I'll be right back. Everyone else, there's one open line. Grab it if you want a copy of the free book, Our Fight for America. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Fans of the spoken word, welcome. This is a podcast. Greetings, pod recipients. You are entering the Savage Nation. Read the book. See the movie. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. It is The Savage Nation. Our Fight for America is being released tomorrow. And I am the underdog. I am facing the bully. The big bully. The big bully is the media. The media is the bully. I'm the odd man out. And the fact is, is that I have my savage audience, which is very loyal. And if you think that if you buy the book, you're going to make me rich, you're mistaken. The fact of the matter is, I'm well past caring about that aspect of writing books. When I was young, I always dreamed of being a writer. I did write as a kid. Age 16 on, I wrote some sloppy poems and plays and stuff like that. Not worth talking about. I hero-worshipped writers. And then I became one eventually. Now you say, well, but you're not in their league. You're not a fiction writer. And you know fiction writers are smarter than nonfiction writers. Well, I would argue that maybe that's not true 100%. And also I've had three best-selling uh, fiction books. You may not know it because I live in San Francisco. And as you well know, there's no media here that is not controlled by the Pelosi a machine. I had three novels set in San Francisco, the Jack Hatfield novels, Abuse of Power, A Time for War, things like that, Countdown to Mecca. All were New York Times bestsellers. All were novels. All were set in San Francisco and all, all were beautiful. So I am a writer and I'm a broadcaster and I'm proud of that because I achieved what I wanted to achieve. So why the hell do I give a damn whether you buy our fight for America? You have to ask yourself that. What, am I going to add another few dollars to my bank account if it becomes a huge bestseller? Let me explain the dynamics of publishing to you to begin with. The dynamics of publishing are such that even if you have a bestseller, you probably don't earn much money unless you have a gigantic bestseller. And that is because 
of the advances that are paid are very often not recouped, number one. And number two, the returns in the book industry are insane. That's something I don't want to go into. It's just a product of the business. So let's say the book sells between 100 and 200,000 copies. I wouldn't see 10 cents of it. But who would benefit if our fight for America became widely distributed? Well, I would suggest you open a few pages and see which side I'm on and which side you're on. Because I think the mobs have already won. I don't think Trump is doing enough. I know, I know why he isn't doing enough. But I also know that the nation I love so much is teetering. It's hanging like a loose tooth. I know the coronavirus is real. I know it kills, but I also know the response has been politicized. I also know that Mr. Floyd was murdered, not accidentally killed. I said so on the day of his murder. But the cops who did it are facing a trial for their life. That is no excuse to burn cities. And yet the Soros-funded mobs, BLM, Antifa, have exploited the death of this poor guy to burn cities and try to take over America. America is crippled. I am fighting to preserve its freedoms with the only thing I have in my armamentarium, which is the truth. We are on the American battlefield. We, we are the warriors. I searched for answers. I looked into the lockdowns. I studied COVID-19 from an educated point of view. I'm a trained scientist who studied epidemiology for my PhD. I'm also one of America's most popular conservative radio hosts for the past 26 years. And I've been uniquely positioned to answer these burning questions and present a plan for the future. I've cut through the propaganda and noise, and I try to give you a clear analysis of the crisis or the crises and the political and scientific motivations behind them. I have gone where nobody wants to go, and I give you a clear vision of what America must do to survive our most turbulent period in decades. Now, before I break from that and take my, your calls, <clears throat> let's say you're a cynical progressive, but you're not a radical who wants to burn things. Or you're a cynical liberal, and you listen to me because, well, whatever the reasons are, but you don't agree with me. I'm going to give you a very clear picture of what's happening because I've studied revolution since I'm 18 years old. Either you stop BLM and Antifa or you'll be buried alive because they're not going to stop until you're worthless and you are enslaved by them or enslaved by the society. It's really that clear. So what's the alternative? Ugh, four more years of Trump. What's wrong with Trump? What has he actually done that's wrong? I still don't know. You know that Biden, when asked what he would do differently than Trump to limit the spread of COVID, said he would do exactly the same things that Trump has done, and yet he's being lauded as some scientific genius? You have to understand something here. You're actually caught up in mass hysteria. You people who hate Trump more than you hated anyone on the planet are like the teenage girls who gave us the Salem witch trials. You will likely, you would burn anyone at the stake who disagrees with you, and you don't even know all the facts. That is all I try to present you. And if you're open-minded, I suggest that you read for yourself our fight for America. That's all I'm going to say about it right now. And now I go to the calls. 
again, we have one open line. Anyone who gets through Jim Verde, the screener, gets a free copy. Now, in Los Angeles, two sheriff's deputies were ambushed and shot in the uh, one in the jaw, a woman. Another one shot somewhere in his body, I don't know where, by some low-life piece of trash that should be caught and hung. I wish that there was still a public hanging permitted when someone is found guilty of murdering a cop. Not its 30-year show trial that some lousy, stinking, degenerate lawyer from the ACLU keeps someone alive on death row for 29 years while the victims go screaming in the air for some kind of retribution or justice. As I said before, cops were not shot in my day in New York City. There were mobs. We knew the five families. We knew that the gangs ran everything, the big guys on top, the untouchables. But there was an unwritten law, and it was taught to me by my father. And he'd whisper to me. He would say, notice you never see a cop being shot in New York? I said, why that? He said, because the the gangsters know that if a cop is shot, the city, the mayor, will close the city down. I said, so what does it matter to them, Dad? And he said, well, all their their rackets come to an end. They don't make any money. The loan sharking, the pimping, the drug dealing, whatever they were doing, they they just stopped the money flow, you get it? That's what a mayor did in a city at that time. Unlike this faker breed in San Francisco, there's nobody they got out of a funeral parlor somewhere. Have you seen who they put in as mayors now? Have you seen the Soros-funded district attorneys? They're out, like out of Ripley's Believe It or Not, like in the freak show in the back of a, a, a circus. Where are they coming from? These anti-cop, anti-American, anti-church, anti-man, anti-woman, anti-family, anti-children. Where did they come from? How have these people risen to such power and prominence? How? And by the way, what do you think African-Americans want? More cops or less cops? Every poll shows that most African-Americans want more cops, not less cops. Most African-Americans do not support the communist gangsters in Black Lives Matter. But you never hear from them. You never hear from them because the liars in the media don't want you to hear from them. I want you to hear from them. I want you to hear from those who know what's going on down in the street. But before I take your calls again, I got to tell you something, which I tweeted earlier, because I think it's an important observation. I hear from ex-libs who will vote for Trump for the first time in their life. They're going to cross the line. You know why? Because they see through the 24-7 media attacks. When you open up the San Francisco Chronicle or you open up any liberal newspaper, if you want to call them liberals, they're not. Or you open up their websites websites like SFGate, these propaganda outlets. Every problem in the world is laid on Donald Trump with a snicker. People are not that stupid. As Abe Lincoln said, you can fool some of the people some of the time. You can fool some of the people all of the time. But you can't fool all of the people all of the time, Nancy Pelosi. They saw through you. They hate you. They hate you with a vengeance, Nancy. You're hated. The only reason you don't know you're hated after what you did to that salon owner is because you're insulated by your ice cream salesman who stocks your freezer for you so you can uh, stuff your punim with more ice cream while telling everyone to eat cake. The people are waking up 
They may not like Trump, but they're going to hold their nose, and I'm telling you, they're going to vote for them in greater numbers than you can imagine. Will he win? I don't know. I don't know. I speak to people in the media, a few of them I trust. They're all pessimistic. They say Trump's not going to win. I'll be frank with you. I mean, I'm laying it on the line. Do I really know who's going to win? No, but I hear some rumblings. I hear rumblings. I've never seen such a propaganda effort as this. The Woodward book comes out just on time with the big lie again. The great liar, Bob Woodward, had this information and had this interview for months. Why did he sit on it? Why? Because he's a left-wing hack who has basically shot his wad a long time ago. He's a nobody. But he is a giant because of the media. The media can create. The media can destroy anyone they want. If you care to join the conversation, the phone number here is 855-407-282. Back in a minute. Savage. Racial issues, economic meltdown, the pandemic, locking us up in houses. This is what's shaping up for the election. I call it our fight for America. All of it is discussed in my new book, Our Fight for America. It's a very important book for a number of reasons. First of all, it's a continuation of all the previous bestsellers I have written. And I've been consistent in my discussions about the pandemic, at least since late January. I disagree with Dr. Fauci right from the beginning. I called for selective quarantine. How about during race wars that Obama started? I warned during the Obama years that a civil war could come to America if he didn't stop. And only restraint on the part of the left would stop it. Was I wrong? For the sake of yourself, for the sake of America, to discuss it with people who are undecided about the election, there's only one place to go, one source to turn to, and that's Michael Savage's Our Fight for America, available now on Amazon. It is the Savage Nation. Who will win, Trump or Biden? Uh, the bullies in the media will have you believe that it's a guarantee that Biden's going to win and he's a shoo-in, even though he's an old-line hack, well-known hack, mentally uh, shot. They're telling you that he's the better choice than Trump. We don't know why he'd be the better choice. We hear Trump did this, Trump did that, Trump caused the forest fires, Trump caused the moon to go out of cycle, Trump caused the mink to stop uh, having babies, Trump caused dogs to abort their kittens. I mean... You name it, Trump did it. Well, people said, you know, stop it already. Not everyone believes Bob Woodward is a journalist. They all know he's a Democrat operative and a hack. They all know he held that story for months. He could have released it earlier if he was a so-called journalist. Everyone knows that Jake Tapper and Wolf Blitzer belong in a deportation plane sent to Guantanamo for what they've done to the country. Everyone who studied the media knows that Jeff Zucker should be arrested the way Lincoln arrested journalists during the Civil War, because we have a Civil War. Everyone knows these things. I'm not so sure everyone's that dumb that they're going to jump like lemmings, like the hysterics that the media thinks they are and vote for Biden. I'm not so sure they love Kamala Harris that much. She polled terribly when she ran for the presidency. You think that African-Americans like her? They don't, by and large. Who likes Kamala Harris? Nobody. So why was she picked? Maybe they made a mistake. Maybe if they had to do it again, they wouldn't have picked her. Maybe if they had brains, they wouldn't have picked a radical. Maybe they would have picked Amy Klobuchar. 
who was a kind of moderate, middle-of-the-road Democrat, a leftist, yes, a liberal, yes, but someone with an honest track record. But they didn't pick her. The fanatic left wing pushed Kamala Harris on him, and I think she sank his ticket. But no one knows what will happen on Election Day. But what are you going to do if you go to the polls and Black Lives Matter thugs are there outside with clubs in their hand? You think they're not going to be there? If they are brazen enough to shoot cops, if they are brazen enough to go into an emergency room or try to break into an emergency room after two deputies were shot, if they are brazen enough to break windows and loot, if they are brazen enough to do what they are doing, what is to prevent these gangs from trying to intimidate you at polling places as if we are living in a third world country? And what are you going to do then? What are you going to do if they stand outside a polling place and threaten you that we know you're voting for Trump and we're going to get you? What are you going to do then? Has anyone thought about that? Do we need a cop at every polling place in America? Is that what George Soros has done to this country? Where he's destroyed the meaning of the vote? I hope not. What do you have to say? Wanda in the Bay Area, line six. Go ahead. You're on the Savage Nation. Thanks. All right. Next case. Tried it. Gone. Gone with the wind. Let's go to the next topic. Chuck in New York, line four. You're on the Savage Nation. Go ahead, please. Hi, Mike. My wife and I like your Jack Hatfield novels. Well, thank you. Someone knows I wrote them. Yeah, they're really good. Anyway, reason I called. Uh, Newsom blames the uh, climate change. You've talked about forest management, but nobody's talked about the depletion of the uh, aquifer in California. You know, I need to know, is this a fact that the aquifers have been depleted? Yeah. I read about it years ago. It's now, why have they, wait, why have the aquifers been depleted? Is it because of overpopulation, too much agriculture? What's the reason? I mean, obviously, there's a drought. There's a cyclical drought we're, in, we're going through on the West Coast right now. But in addition to that, we know we have overpopulation. These lands were never meant to, to sustain this uh, level of population. Isn't that correct? Think of it this way. The word is footprint. A million uh, cavemen had no footprint on the earth. Nine billion people do. And if you put the total footprint of all those people with mining and industry and everything else, that answers your question. Well, so, so many, in other words, mankind is so clever and so successful at survival that he's actually committed Harry Carey by permitting so many people to live, by permitting so many people to live who normally would never have been born. The earth can't sustain over... I agree with you. I'm not Rush Limbaugh. Uh, believe me, I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm an environmentalist or a conservationist, if you want to say say it that way. I understand the earth. I understand the animals. I understand the land. I'm not one of these stupid Republicans who say that the earth can sustain any population uh, that man throws at it. I understand that. So what's the answer? ZPG? What's the uh, are we going to go back to zero population growth? ZPG? Birth control? Oh, I don't think we have to go there already. Most of the white kids are not getting married. No, no, we don't have to go there. Most of the white kids are sterile. The boys are sterile, and the girls don't want to have children. They just want to have fun. So I don't think we have to worry that much. The white race is not replacing itself. Shall I talk about something very embarrassing that I can't mention? You need 2.3 children per couple or closer to three children per couple to sustain a population of that particular uh, couple, that type. The white reproduction rate is below the sustainable level. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. 
You win a copy of Our Fight for America. It's worth fighting for. Savage. Welcome back to the Savage Nation. And so because this is book week for me, I will be in tomorrow. Normally I've been running a three-day week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, during my healing phase. Tomorrow I'll be on Monday, Tuesday, probably Thursday, and Friday this week, God willing. I'm a few, few in between media appearances. And um, I want to talk about the American Revolution that is going on by the left right now. A friend of mine who was a highly decorated combat veteran from Vietnam and a historian said the left now is going through the preparation of the battlefield phase. They're cleverly neutering the police, their immediate opponents. They're creating an infrastructure that enables them to use state-of-the-art communications, provide medical aid to its street fighters, deploy logistics, provide internal and operational security, obtain and manufacture weapons, school its people in riot and other disruptive tactics, and exercise tactical mobility. He goes on. They know in the major cities in which the DA is a Soros-funded, successful candidate, they can operate with near impunity. He says, I recall the quote from the men on Lexington Green in 1775. Quote, if they mean to have a war, let it begin here. Michael, if it ever comes to that, we will be prepared. He fought the communists in Vietnam. He sees the communists fighting here in America. But most of you don't understand the magnitude of who these people actually are, who is funding them, and whether we can actually win this war. Lou in Connecticut, 30 seconds or less on the Savage Nation. I will never vote for the Democrat ticket. I, I, I spit at the thought of Kamala Harris a breath away from the presidency. Uh, Connecticut is not a battleground state, so my position is uh, far from being courageous. If I wasn't a battleground state, I might think differently. But the president has disappointed me on the issues of law enforcement and immigration. He has done no terror declarations, whether it's the cartels, Antifa, or Black Lives Matter. Those kick in needed resources of personnel and finances. Why? Okay. Well, I'm not arguing with you. I, I know why he hasn't attacked Antifa. I know he tried to marshal the military, and they've conducted a silent coup against him. The old generals are on the side of the American left and the deep state. And never forget, Lou, what um, Chuck Schumer said way, way back when. You remember what Schumer warned Trump of? If you mess with the um, intelligence agencies, yeah. they have six ways to Sunday to get you. Do you remember what Schumer was saying to him? Schumer told us what was coming. Because Schumer is the deep state. They try to undermine him. I'm sending you a copy of Our Fight for America because it's all we got left is our fight. Nothing else. I'm glad you could be with me today, and thank you for being with me every day on the Savage Nation. If you tuned in later, you can get the whole show later uh, on the prize-winning Michael Savage podcast, which is posted everywhere podcasts are posted about one hour after this show comes to an end. Again, with God's will and your listenership, I'll be here tomorrow to help you fight for America right on your local station. Thanks for listening. The Westwood One Podcast Network.